Hello and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is September 20th and we will be reading paragraphs 2055 through 2062 today. And it is the feast of St. Andrew Kim and Companions, the uh, Korean martyrs, uh, who were martyred in... 1839, 1846, 1866, and 1867. When someone asks him, which commandment and law is the greatest? Jesus replies, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. The Decalogue must be interpreted in light of this twofold yet single commandment of love the fullness of the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not kill, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment are summed up in this sentence. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. The Decalogue and Sacred Scripture. The word Decalogue means literally ten words. God revealed these ten words to his people on the holy mountain. They were written with the finger of God, unlike the other commandments written by Moses. They are preeminently the words of God. They are handed on to us in the books of Exodus and Deuteronomy. Beginning with the Old Testament, the sacred books refer to the ten words, but it is in the new covenant in Jesus Christ that their full meaning will be revealed. The Decalogue must first be understood in the context of the Exodus, God's great liberating event at the center of the Old Covenant. Whether formulated as negative commandments, prohibitions, or as positive precepts such as honor your father and mother, the ten words point out the conditions of a life freed from the slavery of sin. The Decalogue is a path of life. If you love the Lord your God by walking in his ways and by keeping his commandments and his statutes, and his ordinances, then you shall live and multiply. This liberating power of the Decalogue appears, for example, in the commandment about the Sabbath rest, directed also to foreigners and slaves. You shall, re you shall remember that you were a servant in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God brought you out thence with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. The ten words sum up and proclaim God's law. These words the Lord spoke to all your assembly at the mountain, out of the midst of the fire, the cloud, and the thick darkness, with a loud voice. And he added no more. And he wrote them upon two tablets of stone, and gave them to me. For this reason these two tablets are called the testimony. In fact, they contain the terms of the covenant concluded between God and his people. These tablets of the testimony were to be deposited in the ark. The ten words are pronounced by God in the midst of a theophany. The Lord spoke with you face to face at the mountain, out of the midst of the fire. 
They belong to God's revelation of himself and his glory. The gift of the commandments is the gift of God himself and his holy will. In making his will known, God reveals himself to his people. The gift of the commandments and of the law is part of the covenant God sealed with his own. In Exodus, the revelation of the ten words is granted between the proposal of the covenant and its conclusion. After the people have committed themselves to do all that the Lord had said and to obey it. The Decalogue is never handed on without first recalling the, the covenant. The Lord our God made a covenant with us in Horeb. The commandments take on their full meaning within the covenant. According to scripture, man's moral life has all its meaning in and through the covenant. The first of the ten words recalls that God loved his people first. Since there was a passing from the paradise of freedom to the slavery of this world and punishment for sin, the first phrase of the Decalogue, the first word of God's commandments, bears on freedom. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. The commandments properly so called come in the second place. They express the implications of belonging to God through the establishment of the covenant. Moral existence is a response to the Lord's loving initiative. It is the acknowledgement and homage given to God and a worship of thanksgiving. It is cooperation with the plan God pursues in history. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life.